Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it's another hour of fun here on the Lori and Julia show. So how about it? Uh, are you guys by chance a fan of the TV show The Bachelor? We watched The Bachelorette Bachelorette and The Bachelor, and uh, I would just say that last night's episode could be called The Loganette, because it was all about this dude, Logan. I'm telling you, The Bachelor producers have lost the plot. If I wanted to watch two hours of some girl crying and canceling group dates in Bruges or whatever exotic city, I don't know, I'd certainly watch something else. This show, I'll be. I, I bet the ratings stink. So this. bad. I, I bet they do. Um, Vulture always does a great recap. They gave this uh, episode a one star, and they're trapped on that Virgin <laughs> cruise ship. <laughs> one star. Okay, I know. They're in trapped the of winter in Europe. Yeah. So they've gone from Paris to Bruges which is another beautiful canal city, and now they're going to Amsterdam. But this Rachel is so damn busy crying about all the rejections, and Ah. the pickings are so slim. And now this dude, Logan, who went to Rachel and said, I'm not into you, I'm into Gabby, and I'm going to go tell her so. And then Gabby gives him a rose. I mean, the whole show was the Loganette show last night. But what bothered me the most is these girls, are these women are friends. Okay, and Gabby went after this guy Winter and said, "You know, I need to talk to Rachel. See what happened." She keeps them. This article literally says, "Double the ladies, double the drama." Yeah, double the drama, but not in a good way because Rachel, <laughs> Rachel's the one who Logan said, "I'm not into you. Right. I'm into you." And she, he went and talked to Gabby, and my God, she's active listener one hundred and one. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But. The inevitability <laughs> of two leads is the inevitability of wandering eyes. Because when one bachelor or bachelorette has 30 people to choose from, there's a pretty good chance that you can make a at least a connection that lasts six months to a year and, you know, gets you, whatever. Oh, it's just so painful. But having, you know, 34 guys split between two women the inevitability is the guys get the power and they got the wandering eyes. Yeah. It was, it's painful. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty painful. I did not sign up for a television show about a guy named Logan. And You're um, hysterical. So is this going to be like the new norm? No, now? no, no. Gonna no keep this going to okay. be a Just one and done. Because they couldn't figure out who would be the standalone person. I, as far as I can see, there are no benefits for Ra- Rachel and uh, uh, Gabby being um, uh, co-bachelorettes. Because, yes, they get some good international travel. You yes. get to go together. Yes, you get to see Jesse mm-hmm. Palmer and his wooden delivery and nice cable net sweaters. 
He's a handsome guy. But he brings nothing. He tried to have a one-on-one with Rachel. Oh, was that down. painful? I I had to I turned it off. It was painful. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And Twitter is the best part of when the Bachelorette right, so is on just what did because you hear last night? just people are just like they're 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 like him, this guy. I mean, did these two fancy educated lovely women uh, quit their jobs and get all these spray tans and Everything else for this, they're going to need therapy after this. They are going to need therapy. Okay, that's I need so, therapy hearing about this. Oh, that's my so funny. I literally was just like, how can this still be? It's bad. Yeah. It's an eternity. Every show feels like an eternity. <laughs> and Rachel has literally canceled every cocktail hour, and she had a five-person group date because she was so in tears over this guy, Logan, saying he was an into her. I'm like, girl, you were not cut out. They did not vet you well. No. Should have just been Gabby season. Now, I have a question for you, Joy. Tomorrow okay. morning at 8 a.m. on Jason's show, they are... Um, they're, Jason and Alexis. Yeah, Jason and Alexis are going to be announcing what Project Down and Dirty is going to be, which is like the end of September. So, really, the bosses really have it in... For people here because the birthday party, the state fair, and then bam, Project Down and Dirty. Never ends. Never ends. And I'm wondering if you've heard any gossip because you're the one who goes around with her ear to the ground. (laughs) Your superpower is giving compliments and getting intel. I would say. And neither of them are are fake. You might be the goat of that. I Well... Listen, mm-hmm. if my superpower is making people feel good about themselves, that's a great superpower. Right. I'll that's take right. it. So I feel have good you about found that. anything? I think I keep thinking, okay, because we um, did our show at Lush. Okay, remember yeah. when we just did our show yeah. at Lush? And then before the birthday party and everything, and we saw the drag fashion room. Oh, the, the drag closet, mm-hmm. which is because they have dra- Sunday drag brunches there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow. There's a lot here. Maybe we'll do a drag show oh. where women being men being women, drag we, kings and queens, right. as it were. Right, but I, I, but I'm gonna have to be Elvis. Oh, would we? Yeah, I'd rather be a woman being a man being a woman. I'd like to take it all the way back. Well, the whole thing in drag is yes, that you just course, do the opposite. So they call them because at um, I think it was Arnell's. It used to be down on University. Yes, yes, they yes. They used to have a drag king show. Because I've never been to a drag king. king. I've been Because before that, it was the townhouse. And it was oh, that's drag... where it was. The townhouse yes. had drag king shows. Yes. So I've never seen a drag king show anywhere. Yeah, because I met a lady at one of our broadcasts, and she told me her alter ego was a drag king, and she was Elvis. Oh, you're going to be Elvis, of course. And well, I'm going to have know. to probably be Priscilla. Well, I be like you're I have no I idea. Have no idea. So I feel that's like you're going to make us perform this year. Oh yeah. And because I what just, did we do last year? We did Sandbox. Oh yeah, that that was kind of easy. It was it was super fun, but it was because of, you know, the COVID. way everything yeah, that was going on. Yeah, we couldn't have it so, anywhere. Right, right, right. So I that's my thought is that we're going to do that. What do you think? I mean, do you have any idea? All I know is they make a, they give us Easy, hard, easy, hard. That's been the pattern. Yes. And if you're new to listening, this is where we raise money for different types of charities. Mm-hmm. Um, we change the kind of the theme of the charity group every year. I hope we're going to get a, be locked up somewhere. 
What I was know. your least favorite one, both of you? What was your least favorite I have the Mall of America. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Stone. Hands down. Second year. It was horrible. Horrible. That was just it, You painful. just, because we didn't sleep for however long we were yeah, there. Yeah, that's fair. It was just, you can, I can't operate that I'll be way. back here in studio, so I'll be nice and cozy in the studio. Yeah, while there you happen. go. All right, I listen. Don't, I don't. You don't have any idea. I have no idea. I've not done any intel gathering, nor have I gossiped with anybody. And they they keep their mouths closed around here like clams. I know. You know, you can't know. get a thing out of them. Like trying to get in a clam or a mussel, and you can't get it open. <laughs> you know, you get that bucket of clams or mussel, and there's that one. I don't know. Get this open. That's how it then is. You around just here. Throw it away because you're frustrated. All right, we're gonna come back, and we've got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, this is random, people. Have you heard of um, plus fatigue? I have it, whatever it Mm. is. I don't know what it is, but I have plus fatigue. Josh, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No, I do feel fatigued right now, but no. Okay. Plus fatigue is what we're apparently reading about every day now. Um, it's the fact that you have five video streaming subscriptions that you're oh. paying for. Oh, my gosh. And you're not getting the value out of them and, and or you don't use them. Mm-hmm. So um, free is the most compelling proposition today for consumers. And there is a company that is trying to remind us that, TV is free. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, PBS, those are free channels. Yes. And if you have an antenna and they've advanced so much now, you can watch TV for free in your home. What's an antenna? And, like the younger generation doesn't even know about this, but we grew up with the rabbit ears and, you know, moving around the antenna to get the signal to come in. So this year, a company, um, EW Scripps, They're based in Cincinnati. They own a lot of TV stations, but they're out to remind people that TV is free. And um, they're spending $20 million this year on an unusual education and marketing campaign to help consumers understand the use and benefits of um, over-the-air antennas when mad, you know, trying to manage how much money you're spending on this and that popping up. So if you want to go, they launched a website called thefreetvproject.org. And I was just there and you enter in, do you live in a house or apartment? Do you have a Northeast window or not? Do you have access to an attic? Yes or no. Three questions and your zip code. And it'll tell you, you can figure out what channels you can get. What are the best things? I mean, they told, suggested an antenna for me for 29 bucks. Mm-hmm. So you would get access to all that free TV. It's just another option for people because people are having plus fatigue. I love you, Laura. I don't know what it is, but I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> Same. I think it's just going to be our new word. We're having plus fatigue. So anyway, that is out there. Antenna usage is already on the upswing. Big time from people because you can also, with that, you can get into YouTube TV. You can get into Hulu TV. You know, you don't have to have the internet. Yes. It's just some other options for people because once you add your internet and all your other stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a ton of do-re-mi. People are average. um, People with antennas on average are spending probably about $72 a month versus people in cable people before all of it are 148 so it's a big difference. Yeah, it is. So I'd like to introduce you to the rabbit ears. 
<laughs> today is National Book Day, Lori. Oh, and we had a book on today. That I know so we perfect. did. Brian Freeman. Um, okay, so here's something really kind of weird that I read. La, 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 la. Is that, you know, the pimple popper lady? Have you ever watched one? Yes, of course I have. Okay, it's so disgustingly gross. But yet so... But yet so compelling. Mm-hmm. So she is um, been put into a different grade on YouTube TV when she used to... Well, she doesn't have HGTV anymore? Or I don't TLC. know. She was on TLC. Yeah, I don't know about that. But mm-hmm. she made about $100,000 a month from, in 20, from 2014 to 2016 on YouTube alone. Wow. Um, but YouTube stopped... And they said her content was too graphic, so she lost advertisers. Even though they don't think her stuff, advertisers don't think her stuff is too graphic. People, it just stops so many people from looking at it because it says too graphic now. Mm -hmm. She argues that YouTube is mischaracterizing her videos and feels that they're they're educational and not gratuitous. But she was making $100,000 a month, and she's proud that people learn from them. So that, um, she is just feeling very... Bummed out. No kidding. Bummed out that she's not making the extra $100,000 a month like she used to. There are more KFC locations in China than the U.S. <sighs> you believe it? Who cares? That's yeah. in the who care. You don't like any fast food things, Lori. I don't mind fast food things. Would you eat a... Um, have you been to Chipotle? Not in a very long time. But you have been? Yeah. Okay. So you know you can get a burrito or you can get a burrito yeah. bowl... So Papa John's now wants to do that where you can get a pizza bowl, a pizza bowl, which, you know, for all the people who are in, what's that one where what? you don't eat um, carbs? Liquid diet? No, what's the carb? Keto. Diet? Keto. The keto people. So you would get like the Italian meals without the carbs, you know, the Italian. You I'll get have cheese. a stick of salami and marinara to dunk it in. Basically, they're called Papa right. Bowls. That's what that is. I know. Like, give me one uh, salami and a jar of marinara. <laughs> but people who are on keto just eat the top off. They have terrible breath. Keto is, is a breath issue, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That's what I know about keto. Oh, that explains your breath. Duly noted. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a little story here about um, Brad Pitt. You just have to be aware of it. If you are yeah. on a keto diet... Whatever you're missing, lovely carbs, all that yeast is fighting your teeth. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, so you have just terrible you breath. Have to so just... you got to have a lot of men. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You do. 
be extra good about flossing and gargling because know that when you get close to people, there's a reason they're leaning back and it's not a yoga move. reminder to everybody that the mls soccer celebration is still going on at allianz field what's happening tonight um tonight it is um it is they're doing these all-star shooting challenges the cross and valley challenges that sounds like a i know and tomorrow is um going to be the special olympics Game oh, this special is events. happening at National Sports Center at 3.30, and then the All-Star Game is tomorrow night at 7.30 at Allianz Field. You can watch it on ESPN if you would like to. But there's a lot of events that are free if people wanted to go and you've never been to Allianz Field. It's way cool. You've been to a game, right? Yes, It's pretty cool. I think it's cool. They sing Wonder, Wonder All or Wonderfall. Or Wonder Wall. Wonder Wall by Oasis, and I'm like, what a bad song. It just is. sing. I, it's but just everybody sings everyone the chorus and it's they what know they it. do. Yeah. It's what they do. So yesterday we heard from one of Brad Pitt's co-stars in Bullet Train. Sam or Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. Johnson. That Brad Pitt has a crap list of people he won't work with. That's right. Okay. And you and, wondered why was he sharing that? And why is he sharing that? That's not his to share. Brad, Brad already Pitt's. shared his uh, thing that he has face aphasia, which nobody believed. Okay. Which means he can't recognize faces of people he knows. Very difficult when it you're was an actor. Really, I don't know how he let that one go out. Okay, so here is an old one. So there was they were kind of speculating who won't he work with again and who who might be on yeah, this who's list. Yeah, who's on this list? And so people will say most likely Angelina Jolie, oh, right. his wife, is on the list. Right. And then the other one was Tom Cruise. And if you remember, oh, they hated each okay. other during the interview with the vampire, right. which is coming back as a new TV series I on know. AMC. So here's what in an interview with Premier Magazine back in 1995, after interview, I think it came out in 1994, 95, mm-hmm. whatever. Neil Jordan touched upon Tom Cruise. And, oh my God, is it time We're up? Finished. We're finished. coming back to this. No, because there's too much. There's too much. We're coming back and talking about what Brad Pitt said about Tom Cruise. Do we have time? I know we don't have time right now, but we will when we come back. All right. I, I got I, to I do too know late. That we'll get to you. I Brad has said that he, he did not like that filming experience. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back. This is Lori and Julia and my talk. We'll be giving uh, Josh a medal for his stepping in for Grant. It's a lot. It's a lot to be with Julia and I, I and get know. used to all of our wicked and wild ways. Grant's coming back in tomorrow. Josh, thank you. Thank oh, yeah. You'll be back in whenever we have another vacation from Mr. Grant. And, yeah, whenever yeah, he needs another vacation, I'll he, gladly step he, he in. He was down with COVID, and he just took a negative test. Thank God. Yeah, there's a lot of people with COVID. So many people right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just relieved you guys don't have to deal with me for another day. Oh, gosh, yeah, I know. Stop it. It's, it, it is, though, a lot, though, because everyone's like, oh, God. And yeah, I'm sure was, you've been working days in a row. How many days? Uh, so, like, not having... I work over at a different radio station yeah. as well, so I, not having any radio work at all in a day, I think this coming Sunday is going to be my first like actual day away from work. So that, like, that's yeah. too much. <laughs> it that's is. too much. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. It is it's a lot. lot. Okay. It's so all right. So Brad Pitt and and um, just let me go back. Yeah. Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt starred in Interview with the Vampire. It was and Anne Rice. We were book. We worked together. We knew each other at the time. Nineteen ninety four, ninety five. We were so... Kirsten Dunst was the little girl. Yeah. We read the book. So excited about this. 
um, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise looked horrible, and it was a horrible movie. It was a horrible movie. It was a horrible movie. So at the premiere, um, people kind of talked about what was it. Um, this Neil Jordan guy who worked at Premier Magazine said Tom Cruise plays all aggressive and individual and icy to Brad Pitt's all emotion. They had different approaches to life, this guy said. Decoding this further was Brad Pitt himself, and he added, you got to understand, Tom and I, we walk in different directions. Mm. He's North Pole, I'm South. He's coming at you with a handshake. Um, Pitt, at the time, kind of mimicked Tom Cruise's hyper-aggressive hello. Right. Where I may bump into you. I may not, you know. And so then he goes on to, um, was asked why the two never really got to being best buds because they both were on the same trajectory at the same time, you know. And um, Pitt theorized that um, the Top Gun Maverick star himself, I always thought there was this underlying competition that got in the way of any real conversation with Tom Cruise. It wasn't nasty by any means at all. It just, he felt it was present and it bugged him. But Brad Pitt, never, nevertheless, couldn't help himself from praising Tom Cruise, saying that that actor, Tom, catches a lot of crap because he's on top. But he's a good actor. He advances a film. He did it. I mean, you have to respect that. And they were supposed to act together again in Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't see either one of them. Uh-uh, but ultimately, that. it was Matt Damon and Kristen Bale who that ended up. That was a great up. movie. It's so great. So those two were kind of up for different and roles. And I'm sure Tom Cruise was proselytizing and trying to recruit him to come to Scientology. Peak Scientology Ology. period for Tom when he yeah. kind of started to just go all in. Yeah. Now he's a quiet Scientologist with his flex. Mm-hmm. Think about how much money the Church of Scientology has gotten from uh-huh. Top Gun. He's North Pole. I'm, I'm South, South Pole. I just kind of like that. So anyway, that was that. Was that. Um, okay. Well, I want to bring this story up because yes. in, um, uh, I think it was the Hollywood Reporter, they were talking to sources about the whole Batgirl debacle last yes. week. And, and uh, one of um, the Hollywood Reporters, uh, they specifically name-checked Austin Butler, um, unprompted, because Austin Butler, who stars as um, Elvis in the Basel Irvin movie Elvis, yes. he um, was also on the Carrie Diaries. He played Sebastian. Yes. He's a product of the Disney Nickelodeon yes. kid actor robot factory. And we know that those stories don't always end well, and a lot of people feel entitled about that. But um, anyway... Talking about the Batgirl debacle is that uh, this inside person in a studio just uh, said, listen, we are all blown away at Austin Butler and what a good guy he is. Is he in Batgirl? No, he wasn't. But they, uh, for some reason, they got off on a tangent about Austin uh, Butler. It might have been because making the leap from teen uh, beat a Hollywood leading man, okay. which could have been the case with Batgirl. Batgirl. So maybe yes, that yes, was the she, context yes, of it. Yes. Um, and um, but he was like so, so nice to everybody below the line on the press tour. How respectful he was about it anyway. Anyway, Warner Brothers is planning a big awards push for Austin Butler, which um, would make me very happy. As Elvis. With- 
as Elvis. And um, um, he's also Austin Butler now is he's filming Dune Part Two. Yep. Opposite Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. And he's um, he's playing. If you watch the original Dune, he's playing the role in which Sting wore a space speedo. If Did you, you watch that. Dune? Not the original, not the other one. Now he's going to start in a new movie alongside Tom Hardy and Jodie Comer. Um, Austin Butler is, and it's based on Danny Lyons' seminal 1968 photo essay called Bike Riders, which documents the rise of the Chicago Outlaws Motorcycle Club from misfit motorcyclist to outright criminal enterprise. And the director is the same guy who gave us Mud, mm-hmm. Take Shelter, and Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, maybe they saw Austin in his 1968, uh, you know, the leather, and they're like, oh, yeah, that it, guy Lori. can play a biker. Oh, I love it, Larry. So, uh, yeah, so the bike bike riders. So, yeah, he's he's got a lot uh, uh, going on, and Hollywood loves Austin Butler. And if you love the movie... Elvis, you might want to know that that movie is available um, to rent or Already? buy on okay. Amazon. Okay, um, and it will be available. I think in September. Okay, on a streaming service, must be HBO Max. But if you are looking for like you're really looking for something else, uh, Elvis Decider had a great story, and I asked my mom about this, and she's like, "Oh, I love that." I love that. It's called um, That's the Way It Is. And that is, um, it's a documentary with Elvis in it. It's um, streaming on HBO Max. It's called um, That's the Way It Is. And it tells, it's basically directed uh, by this guy, Dennis Sanders, who's won an Oscar twice. And he wasn't that familiar with Elvis. And so this documentary doesn't pretend to know him. It just focuses on Elvis's preparation and his bands as they rehearse in LA and then go on to Las Vegas. And it is so good. I guess. Did you watch it? I haven't oh, watched it, but my mom, it. of you course, is it. like, yes, yeah, yeah. I saw that um, back whenever. So anyway, that's just uh, um, recommended for you if you're really an Elvis fan to watch That's the Way It Is on HBO Max. The other movie that's coming... Um, uh, to uh, a theater near you? No, this could be a TV series. Okay, and it is. I mean, I'm really kind of impressed with Hulu and their uh, true crime dramas that they've done. Under the Banner of Heaven, The Act, which Patricia Arquette and Joey King, The Girl from Plainville, um, Candy, okay, was on that. The yep. Dropout was on Hulu. Are you going to watch that? Maybe. Pam and Tommy was on Hulu, yeah. but they've done a lot of true crime drama. Right, this right, is kind right, of becoming. Right. So next up for them is uh, Welcome to Chippendales, the story of the 1980s Chippendale murders starring Kumail Najani as the guy, Steve Bangiri, who started the Chippendales. Hmm. And there's two things coming out. There's a movie with Dev Patel. Yes, yes, yes. And then there's this series. About the Chippendales. Yes, yes, about the 80s Chippendale murders. And then there's this Welcome Whoa. to Chippendales, which was created by the guy who wrote The Wrestler. And the director has done a lot of prestige TV over the last few years. 
Game of Thrones, Succession, WandaVision. His name is Matt Shackman. Okay, wait a minute. So I was just thinking it was about the creation of the Chippendales men's dancers. It's the founder of the Chippendales, but the 1980s Chippendale murders. And it takes place in the 80s. Okay. And uh, Juliette Lewis is in it. And um, Murray Bartlett, who famously was in The White Lotus, he's the guy who took a dump in a suitcase and had a salad scene. Uh-huh. Um, he was the general manager of the White Lotus. He's playing the Chippendales choreographer. Okay. So um, anyway, people are like, oh, Camille Najani is going to be a dramatic actor. I think comedians always tend to be great dramatic yeah, I do actors. Too. I do too. I it's like not him easy so much for a dramatic too. actor to be funny. Correct. Right, Correct. But we've yes. seen Robin Williams. Yes. We've seen Jim Carrey. We've yes. seen a lot of people. So that is um, uh, coming to Hulu soon, and it's called Welcome to Chippendales. And now we'll get some eighties uh, bad hair and great fashion. And Juliette Lewis is in it, and she's yeah. terrific in Yellow Jacket. And I guess I know nothing about the Chippendale murders, yeah. so it'll be interesting to learn about that. Mm-hmm. Juliette Lewis was. Excellent in yellow jackets. She's so good. See, my favorite Chippendale is Patrick Swayze. Oh, <laughs> you're so funny, Josh. <laughs> you really are. He would be. He would have been our favorite Chippendale yeah, if we ever saw him. We just, we just have to be content with our memories and watching Dirty Dancing and Roadhouse and Point Break. Yes, and Point Roadhouse Break. is coming back with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, which seems odd. Yeah, that seems like an odd one mm-hmm. to revise. Uh, mm-hmm. And Jake Jonal's a good-looking dude, too. Yes, yes he, he is. He really is. Yes. And he's got one heck of a body. Yes. Oh, I love it that you're praising the male body. I know. Hey, Get it, Josh. Gotta Get give it. respect where it's due. That's right. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, we've got quite a bit to Hollywood speak. We're going to Hollywood speak a photo that we've posted. So, what are you trying to say? Is the meaning of this all right honey let's get at it okay let's do we're gonna hollywood speak a picture okay so last night was the big party um for beyonce's album renaissance okay and it looked like it was fun people were dressed to the nines and she and jay-z pose in front of the elevator eight years after the famous salange um, brawl at the Standard Hotel, yes, I I love that. So they're just saying, we're good, mm-hmm. we're good, we made it, because that whole thing was with um, it was a fight altercation between Jay Z and her sister Solange, yeah, and um, it was like kind of out of hand, and it was all on videotape footage, and the guy or the gal from the Standard Hotel sold it to TMZ. That's right. Yeah, and it made every headline, and then their marriage was. On the rocks for a while after that. And then they put it back together. Yeah, they did. They look good. I love good. it. They look amazing. They look amazing. I love everything about and both their outfits. And we posted that. Yeah, they look posted. great. They look good. They look so good. Now, someone who didn't look good, and we didn't have a chance to post it, but let me describe it to you. Donald Glover showed up at Club Renaissance, and um, other people there, Leonardo DiCaprio, Lala Anthony, Tyler Perry, Kendrick Lamar, um, a few people got kicked out for being drunk and foolish, but uh, Donald Glover uh, showed up at the party, otherwise known as Childish Gambino, and he wore a sheer. Let me see it again. A sheer chest-bearing unitard, 
um, that's a pastel mesh bodysuit over black underwear. And then he had a silky green jacket and um, some uh, hiking boots on. It is the funniest looking outfit I've ever seen. Chris Brown. This is what he had to say. (laughs) I can hear the tambourines when he walks. (laughs) Does that mean he's in the circus? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty or a backup singer or dancer. Yeah. I can or hear. his balls are swaying or something. I have no idea. Yeah, that's that a, is. That's Chris Brown. Um, yeah. Other Twitter really had a lot of fun with. It's, uh, it's a silly outfit. That is the silliest outfit. Obviously, someone. He's dressed as a renaissance man at, for Club Renaissance. He's ready to get his. You know, his unitar dance on <laughs> with his mountain boots. Yeah. That is just hilarious. That one, you Google it, you guys, because that is a funny look. Okay. Now, here's one. Coming James, to a state fair near, near you. you. That's uh-huh. right. James Franco was cast as Fidel yes. Castro, and Latino actors are, I think, justifiably mad about it. Yes, I mean, we are. haven't talked about him in like two and a half years. No, we haven't. I could have kept ignoring him, but no. He's now been cast. I know. Uh, he's going to be the guy who gave us the motorcycle diaries is doing the script, the true life story of um, this woman. Uh, her name is um, Alina Fernandez, and she had a tryst um, with, with Castro. Yes. Oh, dear. Mm hmm. Oh dear! She was Fidel. It was re- she learned she was Castro's daughter at the age of ten, mm-hmm. and she became one of his most outspoken critics. So the movie's more about the the daughter. Yes, yes. But James Franco is not Cuban or Latino or Hispanic I- or in any way Spanish anything, and they start filming this week. Mm. How John Leguzzi? Le, what's his name? Leguziano or Le, something? Leguziamo. Leguziamo. He was quite annoyed about it. Uh, Benici del Toro, Damien, Damien Bashir, Bashir right. from the tunnel. Right. What, what are they thinking? I don't know. I don't know why they do that. They can't cast uh, Oscar Isaac because then every woman would want to bang Fidel. You're so <laughs> funny. He really is that good looking. All right. I have yeah. something from um, Cheryl Burke on Dancing with the Stars. You know, Cheryl Burke, yeah. the dancer. So she dished on some some show, and she said that basically um, about celebrity, um, the contestants, because everyone's a celebrity that she's with there, she says, um, she describes how hard it is to be with an egotistical and narcissistic celebrity dance partner. Mm-hmm. Whenever a celebrity lashes out at me and my choreography, because they have to come up with their own dances every right. week, it's easier now for me to have compassion and empathy for that person but it's still really hard to dry hump somebody when you feel that disrespected put it that way really hard Jeez, i wonder it, who she's talking about i have no idea she got put with a lot like it was a big coup to get her as a dance partner because she's such a good dancer she is and the a best. good choreographer yeah she's had a she's had a tough life so she's opening up about i think she Does wrote she a, a book? book yeah i think so i her, wish she'd name names i do too she found out she had Jewish roots when she did a 23andMe test. Mm-hmm. And um, she, her dad was a philanthropist and he owns strip clubs. And she talked about it impacted her relationship with men. 
And, you know, she was married for a few years and I think recently divorced. Yeah. But she's just, you know, she's dancing. She's not naming with, names. She's not naming names, but well, I bet she's going to be on the Disney Plus Dancing with the Stars. All right. That nobody's going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the age group, the regular people that watch that show want to watch it on ABC. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It'll be for the grandparents who buy Disney Plus for the grandkids. The journalist who called Ghislaine Maxwell a fighter and interviewed Kevin Federline uh, has uh, said the interview won't air in full as, quote, unquote, it's too hurtful. Okay, so Britney's lawyers have said Cletus. That was his our old name for him, mm-hmm. if you remember. And then he got upgraded to his own name, Kevin Fe- Federline. Mm-hmm. And now he might be back to Cletus stature. Mm-hmm. He said some really hurtful, dumb things about Britney Spears, the mother of his children, out loud and got paid for it. But you do not believe this journalist has no. willingly no. decided to no. take it away from the Daily Mail because it's too hurtful no, for No, because they Brittany. publish everything. No, everything. Britney's attorney said stop this now cease and desist and, and they must have had some good receipts cause. or something yeah. yeah wow yeah too hurtful my butt okay Kristen cavallari uh she's uh giving an interview she's been talking for two weeks oh, I, sh- I never read what she says because i don't care well here's uh, all right she was on a podcast uh and here's what she's just said about dating it's a bleep show me men need to put in an effort that's a very true statement. I, yeah. I, I mean, basically, the way they show up in the beginning is the best it'll ever be. So if it feels off, <laughs> move along. Move on. Moving on. Yeah. If it does, if it, it's that's kind of the, he's just not that into you or yeah. you're not that into him. But you're not going to change him. Yeah. Fall in love with the way they treat you, not with the person you think they are. That was always been my mom's advice. You always said actions speak louder than words. You're so right. Because because people yep. will say anything. Yep. Words are so easy. Right. Josh is mm-hmm. over there. Nate. Oh, yeah. What are the actions? What are the actions? <laughs> what? You've got four children with three women and you're not quite divorced from the last one. Bye. But I really am in love with you. Yeah, that's okay. I really am in love with yeah. you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let, let yeah. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Selena Gomez says she'll quit acting when she's ready to get married and have kids. I say don't make any promises you can't keep. Exactly. But <laughs> I, you're hysterical. But I just want to tell you, Alexis did the funniest impression of Selena Gomez on Only Murders in the Building. And she's been a fan, but she just said this year, the monotone. Selena Gomez, oh. who's going it's so bad into yeah. this. I couldn't. I tried to watch it because I love Steve Martin. We love Martin Short. Yeah, I tried, but she. I didn't even try. It was the same way with SNL when she hosted, and I just turned it off. She hosted she, SNL, and it was just nothing but boring, monotone Selena mm-hmm. Gomez. I just couldn't watch it. It was so funny. I laughed so hard when she just went on and on and on about it because. She was a fan. I know. Maybe she, she, when when Austin Butler breaks up with Kaya Gerber, maybe he and Selena could be. I don't see it at all. All right. I don't see it at all. Okay. And AMC has kept Nicole Kidman as their spokesperson, beat poet of the movies. She's wonderful. <laughs> she welcomes you to the theater. Right. And thanks for watching things on the large screen. It was kind of a brilliant move. It really was. I love I'm it. glad they're not replacing her with Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's fun when she introduced his movie. Yeah.